Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone. This is No Need to Argue. With Kobe Wittick. Welcome to the show, everyone. It is October 4th. I am Kobe Wittick, your host. This is No Need to Argue. I am so excited, and I got to tell you up front, this is not going to be a very long show. It's going to be pretty short because my Colorado Rockies have just started against the Milwaukee Brewers in Game 1 of the NLDS and I am so excited. I got to get to watching them full time and not just having them on in the background while I'm doing this show. So uh, bear with me, but it's going to be kind of short. I'm going to try and rush through everything I want to talk about in our NFL Week 5 preview, what happened this past week in sports, and uh, we will definitely just move on, and I will talk to you Monday, and hopefully the Rockies have a very good standing right now in the NLDS come Monday when I talk to you again. So To get things started, Colorado Rockies, what a game on Tuesday night in the wild card. The Rockies just grinding one out against the Chicago Cubs in Chicago. What a game by Freeland. Absolutely dominated. Came in against a very tough matchup in Leicester and just completely gave it his all on short rest and took care of business. And I got to tell you because... Tuesday morning, I woke up very, very upset based on how the Rockies played against the Dodgers on Monday and how Monday night went with the Broncos against the Chiefs. It was, oh, the anger that I went to bed with on Monday night was something I haven't had in a very long time. And I try not to go to bed angry. I try to go to bed cheerful, relaxed, and ready for what's to come the next day. And I had to watch... My, I mean, I had to watch my show Atypical on Netflix and get a good laugh in before I went to bed on Monday night because I was so furious with the way the Rockies played against the Dodgers, trying to shoot home runs and swing for the fences every single time like they're in Mile High City and just trying to hit bombers the entire time drove me crazy. And I think that's something that the Rockies, especially going into the NLD S need to really, really concentrate on is small ball baseball. And it was uh, just so frustrating. I was sitting there with my wife and we were watching the game and we were working on a few things. And the entire time you just see these guys with these monstrous swings and these upward swings. And it, I just kept yelling at them. I kept yelling at them at the TV like they were going to hear me, but that's how I watch sports. I have to yell at the TV. I have to get into it like I'm on the sideline. But guys, you got to embrace the small ball. Small ball is what won you the game against Chicago. Get guys on. Move them around. Find a way to get them to home plate. That's all you have to worry about. And especially on a, you know, night game in Chicago, there was a little bit of a breeze. You know, the ball's not going to travel as far as it does here at Mile High. Embrace the small ball. They have to do that against Milwaukee. Embrace the small ball. Now, if you get that series 1-1, coming back to 
you know, Coors Field, I'm totally fine with you trying for some bombs here and there to try and really put this thing away and win some here in Mile High with some big bombs and some, you know, high flying action. But gosh, you got to embrace a small ball. That's how you win championships. That's how you move through. You know, it's hard. You can't always hit home runs. You got to find ways to get base hits and get guys on base and move people around. And there's no need to argue about that. The Broncos on Monday night. Ugh. I, I wish I had a segment for you got to be kidding me right now. And I probably should just throw one in. But I'm going to let it pass until Monday. Because the Broncos were up 10 points in the fourth quarter on the Kansas City Chiefs. The magical Mahomes and everything that had been talked about with the Kansas City Chiefs. And we were up by 10 points in the fourth quarter. They had a third and 16 converted. They had a second and 30 after penalties converted. A left-handed pass by Mahomes. Like, defense, where are we? Gotta get this figured out, man. I mean, you play your butts off in the first half. I mean, offense, that three and out after they you know, brought it to within three points, 20 to 23. Like you got to do something other than a three and out, but defense, come on. They were giving it to you. They were giving you all the chances. And this is the thing that drives me crazy is that we haven't seen the big plays from our defense. Like we're used to over the past four or five years. And I know I talked about, this, this is not the Super Bowl team. This is very different. It's going to be a very different season, but we still have some big name players that start. They need to start making some big time plays. I mean, Von Miller, one tackle, like you almost had Patrick Mahomes on that left-handed pass, but you got to find a way to get there, man. You got to find a way to disrupt games. You're supposed to be and, you know, supposed to be and want to be, you know, the most talked about and biggest defensive player in the game. And you're not even on the radar this year. I mean, I was looking at the stats here. So I was looking at CBSSports.com. I was looking at some NFL stats here. And it's kind of crazy when you look at the Denver Broncos defense compared to everyone else in the league. We're kind of right in the middle there to everyone else in the NFL right now. So we have two interceptions. We have three forced fumbles, one of which we recovered. And we have 10 sacks through four games. Now, there's a lot of teams out there would love to have those stats. But when you have a guy like Von Miller and you draft Bradley Chubb, number five overall, I mean, we kind of expect you to be a little higher than middle of the pack with that defense and the big plays that need to come with those turnovers. We got to get more turnovers. I mean, the entire fourth quarter, I was just, I kept saying to the TV when I was watching the game, I was like, all right, this is the time. Someone's going to make a play. This is when we get a fumble. This is when we force, you know, an interception. This is where we get something going for us. And it just never seemed to happen. And Mahomes just kept doing his thing. And it was so frustrating to watch Mahomes just marched down the field and do what he wanted to do in the fourth quarter and make the big plays when it came, and our big plays never happened. Now, I'm not blaming it on the defensive scheme. I'm blaming it on the players because big-time players need to make big-time plays and big-time moments, and I know that's an old saying, but I say it all the time. you got to find a way to make plays. The defensive coordinator can do everything he can to get you in the right place, he can do everything he can to put the right coverage in place and the right blitz and the right 
you know, rush attack and everything else, but you got to find a way to win your battle, beat the guy across from you, and make a play when your team needs it. I mean, we needed it. And you're at home. The crowd is going crazy. I mean, so I, I okay. So let me, let me go back here now. I was going off on a little rant. I was getting frustrated again, thinking about that game. Let me calm down. The whole reason why I brought up all those stats that Denver has defensively this year is one reason. Guess who's at the top of the NFL when it comes to sacks, forced fumbles, interceptions. I'll wait, but it's a pretty easy answer. The Chicago Bears. And you know why? Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack has taken that team to the top of the NFL when it comes to big play defense. Eight interceptions. Now, I know that they have some good corners and DBs over there, but it's not all because of that. Khalil Mack and that defensive front seven has had a big impact on those interceptions. Eight forced fumbles, three recoveries, and 18 sacks. 18 sacks? They have eight more sacks than the Denver Broncos do. And we have a Super Bowl MVP defensive end, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him, on our team. And the number five overall pick in this year's draft at defensive end, outside linebacker, on our team. And we have eight less sacks than the Chicago Bears. I mean, one man has gone in there and completely turned that team around defensively and offensively. And that's the impact that we need to have out of our defense. Guys need to step up and start making plays. And there's no need to argue about that. Moving on now, uh, like I said, I'm trying to keep this short, but Thursday night game, football tonight with the NFL, we got the Pats against the Indianapolis Colts. I know everyone wants to talk about the rivalry between the Colts and the Pats, but Tom Brady's still there. Peyton Manning isn't. So this really is not the rivalry that everyone likes to, you know, kind of bolster it up to be this year on a Thursday night matchup, okay? I know that Andrew Luck is back and he's looking good and I'm happy that he's back because I think it's good for the NFL and I like Andrew Luck, but he's not back to what he was when he came into the league. He's had a lot of injuries, he's had a lot of time off, and he does not have a lot of weapons around him in Indianapolis. Hines has been a huge impact over the past couple weeks, and I think he's going to be a very good asset for them. But T.Y. Hilton isn't playing tonight, and they do not have a lot on the outside there to help Andrew Luck kind of progress back to what he needs to be. So there's still a lot of things that need to happen with that team, but don't think that tonight's going to be like this wild and crazy game. I think that the Pats are going to kind of run away with this one like they did against Miami last week. I think the Pats are a little frustrated with how, you know, those two losses in a row went for them, and they're going to, you know, come out and just punish teams that they need to beat and they're supposed to beat. So don't get too excited. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm jacked that football's on every night if it, if it was, but, you know, anytime there's football, I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to be excited, but it's not, you know, the Colts, Pats of old. So don't get, you know, too caught up in the hype going on around this game. Uh, my lock pick of the week this week is is my Broncos against the Jets. And I know that this is 
a little far-fetched for my lock. But two losses in a row, they played really, really, really well against the Kansas City Chiefs for three quarters and just couldn't finish it. And I think that Vaughn Miller and some of those guys on defense are getting a little frustrated, and I think that they see, well, let's not say I think, let's say they better see this week as a chance to get right back on track, to pad some stats, and to completely demolish Sam Darnold and the New York Jets, who have not looked very good in the last two weeks. Offensively, we're going to see what happens. Because, you know, guys need to make plays when the time comes, kind of like I talked about with the Rockies. And, you know, against the Chiefs, it it didn't happen in the fourth quarter. It didn't happen. So, I think this week I'm taking them as my lock because they're going across country, which has been tough for them. I think they're going to be a little bit more focused and they better, better take care of business and not let Sam Darnold have a heyday and show up like Mahomes did against us on Monday night. My upset of the week, this one's a little tight because the line I think is like three points just because the Chiefs are home, but I'm taking the Jaguars in the upset against the Chiefs. I think the Jaguars are playing really well. Leonard Fournette is out with the hamstring, but I think their offense has found a little bit of a groove with Blake Bortles, and if TJ Yeldon is healthy and can go, I know he sat out practice last uh, yesterday. I think Wednesday he didn't practice much or didn't practice at all. But I think if Yeldon's in there, the passing attack is going to be crazy. Those receivers have been making some big-time plays this year so far. And I'm taking the Jaguars to upset the Chiefs in Kansas City and knock off that undefeated streak that they have going with four games so far this year. So those are my two big picks of the week, and there's no need to argue about that. I mean, other than that, we got some good games. Drew Brees on Monday night is going to be going for Peyton Manning's record of all-time passing yards leader in the NFL. So that'll be kind of exciting. He only needs 201, so I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion that he's going to get it against Washington. But they have a pretty good passing defense. They are in New Orleans, so I think he's going to want to he's going to want to break that record while he's at home, you know, with those those Bayou fans. So uh, I think that's going to be a fun one to watch. We'll definitely be talking more about that on Monday. Vikings Eagles a big matchup. Uh, you know, the Vikings had a you know, tough loss last week against the Rams. You know, they dropped two in a row now with the Bills loss that they had, that embarrassing loss. But I think that'll still be a really good game. Little rematch of the NFC Championship last year. Uh, Rams are going to Seattle. Uh, I mean, you could say what you want about Seattle, but that is a tough, tough place to play. So Jared Goff will really be put to the truest test when he goes up to play in Seattle this Sunday. Raiders Chargers good AFC West battle going on you know the Raiders get their first win under John Gruden last week and the Chargers have had some you know real close matchups that they probably should have ran away with so those you know that'll be a good game we got Packers Lion divisional matchup will be a good one Uh, Panthers Giants playing this week Falcons Steelers I, I mean that one I would bet the over Whatever the number is, I would bet the over because the way both those defenses have played and the way both those offenses have played, that one's going to be a high-scoring affair on Sunday. And uh, it'll be uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see how those fantasy numbers look for those two teams <laughs> after that one's all done. Um, so good matchups this week. Uh, you know, I think that we got baseball this weekend. 
We have the ALDS starting tomorrow. We're going to have a lot of football going on this weekend. We have some really good matchups. And I think it's going to be so much fun to just kind of take all this in. I know I've said it many, many times before, but you know the fall is just the best time of year with everything that is taking place. All the sports that are kind of coming to an end, that are starting. We got the Avalanche opening their season tonight against the Minnesota Wild, which has become a great, great rivalry over the past five, seven, eight years. And last night we got to watch you know, the opening matches with the Capitals raising their banner, and then San Jose and Anaheim going at each other, which is such a great rivalry. So, you know, hockey's in full force. We got NBA preseason going on. Who knows what's going to happen with the NBA this year with all the shifts and moves that have happened. We got football, as you know, and then we got the baseball playoffs. They're here. I love playoff baseball. I'm so excited, and I'm really excited that the Rockies are in the playoffs and gonna you know hopefully show us some good things against Milwaukee. I know that they're a really really good team, and you know they have arguably you know Christian Yelich who's gonna you know most likely win the NL MVP this year. So it's gonna be a good battle for the Rockies. I'm excited to watch and see how they play, see how they respond to you know kind of everything that's happened over the past two weeks with them ending their season, not winning the NL West, but winning the wild card race. So definitely tune in and watch that game. It's going to be an absolute blast. Got the Avs tonight, got NFL football tonight. I mean, what more could you ask for except for maybe, you know, more TVs and cable ports to watch everything with. So enjoy it. I, I, I'm, I know I'm going to, and, uh, we will definitely touch base on Monday and look at how week five in the NFL went, and we'll kind of catch up on the NLDS and the ALDS. So best of luck to the Rockies today. Best of luck to the Avs today. Broncos, I got you as my lock. You better come through on Sunday when you go and play Sam Dartled and the Jets. So take care of business, Colorado. We got three teams in action this weekend. I'm very, very excited. I hope you are too, and I will talk to you Monday. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thank you all so much for listening again. Until next time, I'm Kobe Wittick, and there's no need to argue about that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.